Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Unwiring Minds. I'm Raquel Pasbergia, your host, and today we have Maria Mays with us. She is a well-being coach and teacher, and I'm very happy to have her here. So I'll let you get right to it. Hi, thank you for having me, Raquel, and appreciate your audience for giving us the space in their day. So I am a well-being coach and teacher, and so I essentially help people come back to that place of inner peace. And so uh, that's through a variety of modalities. I teach meditation. So I teach a mantra-based meditation called primordial sound, as okay. well as other um, mindfulness styles of meditation. And then I teach uh, yoga as well as uh, breath work and Ayurveda, um, which literally just translates to the science of life. So it's a holistic, yes. consciousness-based approach of looking at health. And then in my coaching work, it's really dependent on the transformation that the client wants to make, but it typically has um, similar outcomes, no matter what specific goal they're working on or what transformation they're looking for. Typically in our work together, our clients end up finding the ability to be much more self-aware, right. uh, which then allows them to be much more self-compassionate because we are always our own worst critics, right? Yes, that is true. And through that, achieve a baseline of inner peace. And I use the word baseline intentionally because we're never there all the time. I mean, very rarely are we existing in a place where there's never any um, current in the water, right? And right. so building uh, practices and building um, through these teachings is really key to helping folks achieve that inner peace. So I did a lot of mentorship where I do some teaching and then some coaching and then go back to teaching and coaching to help them build truly a lifestyle that is sustainable. So that whether it's stepping out of unconscious habits right. um, or uh, stepping into more fully walking in our truth, um, those are kind of the, the key focus areas. And I, and I do have a kind of a specialty in, in anxiety. Um, so a lot of folks that I work with uh, struggle with generalized anxiety disorder and also self-medicate with alcohol. And so part of what I teach is mindful tasting. And so a process by which we can step into our consumption more mindfully, whether that be with uh, alcohol or food or some other type of substance that we've maybe used to numb pain. Mm -hmm. um, just being able to uh, come back to that place of truth and see it through a new lens so that we can step into more conscious patterns. And, awesome. uh, yeah. That's great. And you just said that you focus mainly on anxiety disorder. And, and do you have any advice, particularly for people that might be listening out there that have anxiety and would like to know a little bit more? For sure. For sure. So you don't necessarily have to have the diagnosis uh, in, you know, from a doctor or have pharmaceuticals or prescribed or anything like that to experience anxiety. We all experience it, you know, on a regular basis. And it's, it's, uh, the process is really starting to just acknowledge it, right? To starting to become aware of your tendencies of, let's say, always being concerned that I'm going to be late or, um, overperforming. A lot of high achievers have high anxiety. So a lot of times, and I, and I say this um, from my own personal experience, having 
personally tried to outrun my anxiety by overproducing, overperforming, overscheduling, just doing, 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 doing. Right. And so one of the best ways we can start to take our power back from that anxiety is to become more present. And the fastest way to get present is through our breath. And okay. so for any of your audience that finds themselves maybe struggling with this, just looking at maybe possibly exploring the use of the breath to come back to that presence. And so it can be as simple as if we just right now, just notice how you're feeling in your body and just notice if you're carrying any tension in your body and then just feeling your feet on the floor and feeling the support that the floor has to offer you in this moment. And then just taking a slow, deep inhale through the nose and maybe exhaling out with a sigh. That was just one breath. And if you take five breaths like that, just a little slower than normal, a little longer than normal, you're going to allow yourself to physiologically step out of a sympathetic, more mobilized state of being to a parasympathetic, more restful state of being. And so uh, the power of our breath is just um, unmatched, in my opinion. And so I incorporate breath work in all of the different teachings and uh, offerings that I provide to clients. That's great. That's great. And you're saying teachings. What different um, teachings do you do? Do you offer? Yeah, so it really depends on where the client's at. So I have a variety mm -hmm. of services because I want to meet you where you're at on your journey. So a lot of us are so wrapped in, just caught up in the hamster wheel of productivity that even the thought of taking an hour to spend some time on self-care, maybe a yoga class or something like that is just too overwhelming in itself. For, so right. for people like that, if that resonates with any of your audience, then I offer five-minute stretch and breath breaks, which are literally guided relaxations that are designed to be done at your desk at work for you to step away from all the to-dos, all the responsibilities, the emails, the bosses, the staff, whatever, yeah. it is, all the life stresses to just connect with your breath and to open up the body a little bit energetically to allow you then to come back in your workday more focused. And so those can also be helpful when you transition from work to home or maybe parent to, uh, you know, spouse or whatever it might be right. in your day, because we have all these roles we play. And as much as I, you know, part of what I teach is meditation, building a, a, a practice that sets you up with a baseline. Mm -hmm. And that's a beautiful uh, uh, part and a huge piece of how I took my power back from anxiety yeah. and centered around meditation. But I also believe that we need to uh, meet everybody where they're at. And so a lot of times that can seem too overwhelming. They're not ready to step there yet. So I start small with these five-minute stretch and breath breaks. From there, we open up a variety of options, either from learning a primordial sound mantra, which is a, a technique that's rooted in Vedic wisdom that was resurrected by Deepak Chopra um, and brought back by him and Dr. Simon to uh, make it more westernized, allow it to be really uh, more resonant with uh, today's culture. And so I teach that as well as uh, yoga. And so with yoga, for the way I approach it is truly a way to move energy through the body and allow us to lift some of that physical anxiety that can become trapped. And so a lot of times right. we're in this 
stagnation, right? Or mm. this uh, high vibration where it's this, um, you know, you just, you just go, 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 and, and you can't settle that energy. And so to either lift the energy up or to bring it down, um, movement, mindful movement is a tool for that. And then mm. with the um, Ayurveda teachings, it's really helping folks understand that this wisdom lives inside and it's just a process of uncovering of starting to learn about how everything in the manifest world is made up of these five elements and how we can step into more balance in our lives if we come back to ourselves by pausing with the breath by learning about you know some of these things that we just you know they're there but through through life and all the conditioning and the expectations as we, uh, you know, through adolescence, as we become young adults and through adulthood, there's so much pressure and expectation and conditioning put on us from the world that it's just a process of taking some of those layers off and coming back to that truth. And, and I do a lot of work, uh, purpose work with folks as well. So part of that is typically, you know, you've got a burning desire or you're feeling just like there's something just not lining up here and where is this anxiety coming from and, and when we start to unravel or or just take off some of the blankets of conditioning right. right what we find is it's been there all along and it just needs to be kind of shined up a little bit so i'm just kind of a conduit i i really um believe i'm here to be a conduit to help people liberate themselves from fear Right. No, I think that especially in the time we live in right now, where you were just saying, it's just feels like a lot of things are like a to-do list. It's not about enjoying the moment, but rather about getting things done and moving on to the next task. And I feel like a lot of people do experience that. And it's definitely, it's tough. And it's the best thing we can do is to kind of try to get out of it um, occasionally as much as possible. And so, yeah, do you have any other advice in terms of just trying to come back to ourselves find ourselves instead of just living in this society that kind of I would say, us so hard yeah just having compassion is really important compassion for yourself I mean there's a lot of compassion components discussed in the world today about others but mm -hmm. unless we truly have compassion for self we can't really walk in our compassion for others it's just it's just not possible in my opinion yeah. um, so I really just encourage your audience that if you're finding yourselves, you know, frustrated or whatever it might be, finding yourself in unconscious consumption habits, you know, that's part of why I um, teach the mindful tasting process. So I developed a five-step process that is, is rooted in just coming back to that pause, looking at what our intention is behind uh, our consumption and then really stepping into it fully with all senses. And um, if, if you find yourself with habits, right, like this, give yourself some grace. I mean, I teach this because I live this. I used to, I found myself in a, a um, cycle of just getting home from a long day at work stressed out come home the house might be a mess the kids are cranky whatever it is yes. and I would immediately unconsciously go to the wine fridge and start pouring a glass of wine not even really thinking about how um you know how I'm what I'm doing or my intention behind it right but there was an intention there there was an unconscious intention of numbing pain and so 
when you can become aware of your habits, you then need to have grace for yourself and real deep self-compassion. And that can be hard. That's one of the, yeah. the skill. It, it's truly a skill, I believe, that we need to build because it's not taught in schools. Right, it's definitely. taught in, in our career training. You know, it, it's this is something that if we develop this, then we're much more likely to have success in stepping into whatever transformation we want to make and coming to that baseline of increase. And so I just would really encourage uh, your audience to just have compassion and just stay curious. There's so many different modalities off, out there. Um, I, so for me, it's a combination of all these things. I need to have high intensity, mindful movement to release anxiety from my body physically. Mm -hmm. I need to have silent meditation practice to get me into a baseline to start my day before I interact with any humans. Yes. You know, maybe the, I can deal with the cat or the dog, but before <laughs> I, I interact with humans, just coming into that space is my yes. truth before I interact with the day. And then all these other components that come in with it. So I would just say, be curious if you try something and it's not the right fit. It's just like trying on a cute pair of shoes, right? We think it's cute. We try them on and then they feel horrible. So we got to go to the next pair and the next pair. And so whether it be a meditation practice or a movement practice, know that there's one out there for you. You will find the thing that helps you step into your truth. Just uh, stay curious, stay compassionate, and keep trying different things. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. I think that it is advice that I can take, that our audience can take, really anybody out there may need it. And so thank you so much for sharing all of that. And to our audience, thank you for being here and I will see you next time.